Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Preview. Cups preview. Cups preview. Cups preview. From the Sun Ranto Show. Still the Sun Ranto show. You could yell well, we, Sun Ranto. We, we don't actually do that for the previews. You we never yelled. With the pee, 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 pee. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, okay, okay. Sun Ranto! Now, that's what I feel like after an all star break. Um, we're still technically in the all star break. I almost didn't want to do the show today because I was like, well, it's the all-star break. All the players are resting. We should rest too. But no, we are the Sun Ranto show and we shall march on and continue on with our Cubs season for some reason. I want to point out to all the people that aren't listening to this show, that are watching the show right now, that look at uh, I, a couple of additions on my Cubs wall back here. Not additions. Well, yeah, they're additions. I just changed things around a little bit. As you can see over my, uh, well, I guess it's your right. Uh, is Marla Collins, the ball girl from the 80s. You oh, can see. I see her, yeah. Yeah, it's actually my left shoulder, but I think it's your right. And then um, uh, check it out, like, right down here, also right next to Marla, there's a cartoon of uh, of Wilson Contreras. A uh, cartoon by who? I forget, and I should. Before I pointed it out, I should have <laughs> said it. I won it on Twitter. And I forget the guy that uh, got it for me and uh, that gave it to me. And um, also there's a, if I move my head here, you can see I got uh, signed Ryan Dempster from Matt Camera map. I'll try to move my computer a little bit. I can't hear the microphone that's in the way. It's like a, you're getting into like puzzle zone where like everything has to fit just right in order to fit it all on the wall. Yeah. There's so much stuff. Yeah, it's it really is kind of juvenile at this point, you know. As I mean, I really feel like I've created. I'm I'm a 48 year old man, and I have created a basically my 14 year old dream wall. <laughs> yeah, you've got like 28 year old men on your wall that you look up to. Yeah, it's a it's a little pathetico, but that's okay because this is Sunranto show, and we have fun with it. This show is brought to you by our 108. Patreon supporters, thank you very much for supporting us. If you would like to support us at the Sunrando Show, go to patreon.com slash sunrando and support the hell out of us because we deserve it. We're working on uh we're working during the all-star break. Yeah. Everybody else is on vacation. Yeah. I mean Not death a- taxes in the Sunranto show. And uh this is a preview show. We are gonna preview the Phillies. It is a PPPPPP, which if you think Philadelphia Phillies of Pennsylvania, that's three P's right there podcast preview there's two more um we're sure we could think of some other peas but we don't want to get dirty too early um and tomorrow post we're gonna have pre all-star break post po- post <laughs> post first half pre second half yeah 
So, um, yeah, this is a preview show, but tomorrow we're going to have the Ranter Roundtable. We have a star-studded event coming your way. We have the guys from the Rant, uh, Edvin, Evan Altman, John Felice, Infield Flag Girl is going to stop uh, by. Alex Pat, who has got, done one of our live, live roundtables in the past, Sarah Sanchez, Cody Del Mendo of Chuggo, Dom, the director of morale of the Chicago Cubs. Crawley's going to stop on by. We got Captain Cubbo coming through. Greg Hoos, and I'm going to ask a couple more people. I think Michael Cerami might stop on by. I don't know. I've asked a couple people and uh, waiting to hear some responses. There's already too many people, but that's okay. That's what we do on the show. We it's, go it too far. It sounds like a damn good time. It's all the people that I only talk to when they come on the Rancher Roundtable. Yeah. So it's going to be fun, and uh, we've got a – We've got a couple uh, people uh, uh, commenting chants in the chat. Um, it will. Uh, we're, we're just going to do a preview episode, but hey, let's let's do a chance. I, I'll do it for you. Why, why not? What I don't a pushover! Have a, there it is. There's another P. Yeah, put, I'm a pushover, pushover of a P. <laughs> um, yeah, I will put it. Let's see. Let's see, I got to set it all up. Otherwise, it's not going to count. Uh, here we go. Oh, yeah, already some entries coming in. So hashtag chance in the chat, and you can win during this preview. Because we're not going to recap the Mets. I don't hope hope that doesn't uh, disappoint anybody. You, you, but you can get this chance postcard sent to you. It'd be a lot of, a lot of fun. Kerry Meyer writes in, where is Lyle? Thought he was back. Hey, you and me both. <laughs> we, you know, we, we, I'm with you on this. Wondering where Lyle is it's part of is the show. part of Lyle being back. Like, we... You know, he, he, he comes in, he, he's out, he's in. I don't know. I, I'll bet he'll be back sometime this year. Yeah, last time I yeah, last time I heard from him, he was going to come down maybe sometime during our last show and maybe come on while he was at work. <laughs> it's yeah. like kind of the last thing that was going to happen. The, the guy does kind of work in our sort of time slot. Yeah. So, you know, when yeah. it works, it works. When it doesn't. Whatever, yeah. and he kind of jumped back in when he was, uh, when he had COVID, and I think he was really fucking bored. And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I'll do that." And now he's like busy again. He's like, "Oh, why did I say I was going to do this?" It it did seem like it was a COVID related return. So <laughs> uh, the, the i the 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 COVID restricted list actually puts him on the show. Yeah, exactly. It's the so, opposite of baseball. So we're just gonna need him need to give him get him like Omicron two point seven five and we should be in good shape. Um and it, he'll be he'll be back with the with the with the broadcast. But uh we've got a new uh segment we're gonna do today. Uh and we're gonna start out the show with this and then we're gonna tell you all about the Phillies. But uh check this out. It's called Not the Worst. I, I don't know what the segment's called, but for now it's it's called Not the Worst. Beautiful. That was yeah. frightening and funny. Uh, well, that's that's my specialty. Yeah, well. D- disturbing. So I came up with this today because we're going into the second half. All I see on Twitter, everybody's upset. Everybody's bummed out about the Cubs. There's nothing to talk about. And I was like, you know what? We have to bring some positivity back to this team. We have yeah. to bring people back up and make them enjoy the season. So I figured I would just let everyone know who's worse than the Cubs. 
and it's the Reds, the Nets, the A's. And that's Who else? There's that's no one it. else. There's no one else. <laughs> well, okay. If you do power rankings, okay, it's those three teams and the Royals. Yeah, so, but the, Ro- the Royals but- lost a lot of power rankings just because of their lack of vaccine. Like they just walk around <laughs> like as it's it's super spreader events and uh, spread and basically mutate a virus within their clubhouse and uh, bring it to the city. And Kansas City's right in the middle of the country, so it's perfect. It just it goes from <laughs> it just goes out from uh, it spreads out from there. Uh, it's it's really perfect. David Elliott writes in. I, I don't know what Twitter Michael has been on. All I see is let's yell about Cade Horton. You you know I I, I do I do think that's funny because we're not going to even talk about the draft today. We're going to talk about it tomorrow. But well, what were you, you know to say, Mike? This is the only thing because I won't get to say it tomorrow. Probably. Uh, I was actually in Norman, Oklahoma, during the draft, and I want to tell you, everybody in Norman. Oklahoma, like the the baseball team was playing that day, and uh, we saw we drove by, we saw the team out there on the field, and then um, when it was announced, I mean, people were cheering in the street, and people were like jumping around, and there was like cars honking, like people were really excited in Norman. Wow. Well, I mean, that's never- a total lie. Nobody fucking. There was nobody. <laughs> nothing. I I had to tell people like I'm wearing a Cubs hat and I'm like, yeah, they just they they just drafted your boy Horton, Kate, and Kate. people are like, who? Yeah, Horton. Here's a who. <laughs> they, they had nobody had, had any idea. Well, I mean, they certainly did get a lot of pitchers. Yeah. Well, that's all. They, well, because it's no longer the Theo era. This is how Jed start is like. Well. You know, Theo just went for all bats. I'm going to go for all pitchers, and we'll see who's better. Yeah, exactly. It's like Zig. <laughs> Zig meet Zag. Nice to meet you. Uh, I liked your tweet, which was, uh, Ricketts, <laughs> who, are the most, who, who, who are the most expensive players? Jed, pitchers. All pitchers. Draft, yeah, dra- pitchers, draft pitchers. So we don't have to pay them. <laughs> I know. I know, and then it just kept going and making my joke funnier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I kept thinking about it. I was like, yeah, it's drafted another pitcher. I'll be more hilarious than ever. <laughs> so um, shall we talk about the Phillies? I don't see why or why not. Um, but we might as well know who we're going to face. You know, they're, they're not really all that scary, but we're not all that good. They're 49 and 43, and I, I and they're kind of – the Phillies apparently are a shit show, and I don't know how much really, how much uh, stock to put in this, but Jonathan Papelbon came out with some comments that I saw in the Philadelphia press that um, had some feathers ruffled, and um, he said it's always been kind of chaotic in Philadelphia with the fans, with the players, with the front office. It's like a shit show there, and for me, I see the shit show continuing. I mean, they fired their manager. What? Two months into the season, as long as that stuff happens, Philadelphia will never win again. Philadelphia will never get back to the playoffs. This, that's some harsh wow. words. When, when they brought in me, Cliff Lee, Roy Halladay, everybody started getting hurt. And the shit show began after that, I believe. It's been nothing but downhill for the Phillies since then. And there hasn't been anything even close to resembling a postseason team. 
I mean, that's a lot to say. Yeah. You're in, you're in a division with the Mets and the world champion Braves. Um, they've been playing well. They had a, a really great June. They had a shitty May. They've nine and six in July so far, which is six, nine backwards. Uh, nice. Uh, they swept Miami before the break, and they but they did lo- lose two to Toronto, and they lost two to Toronto in more ways than one. They lost two players going to Toronto when JT Real Muto and Alec Bohm did not yeah. make the trip with them in, in parts of their uh, starting lineup that are pretty important. Then they lost, so I don't want to yeah. fucking hear about it. And they lost money and they lost the games. Um, Aaron. Well, no- w- the Cubs are going to go to Toronto. We're going to find out. We are going to find out. There, I am. I mean, there's a lot of minor league guys, so I don't think I actually don't think there will be very many because if you're in the minor leagues, like you can't afford to not go. You know? Are you or, kidding me? Are you it, the, the one day of major league work and you just like tripled your salary or like not more? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, these guys in the minor leagues are all getting vaccinated. They're like, oh, it's the only health care that they're providing us. Let's take it. And let's, <laughs> like, you know, and if we're vaccinated, if any of these other guys can't go somewhere because they're sick or whatever, we can jump into that spot. Like you said, they make so much more if they go to the show, even if it's because of COVID. They don't give a shit. So I think most of yeah, the minor uh, leaguers are... Says my- my money is on Bodie, and we won't know. Yeah, I, I'll bet. Oh, Danny is frozen on me. I don't know if anybody else is seeing this, uh, or if maybe I'm frozen on that screen, and he's doing fine. I don't know. But, yeah, my money is on Bodie. I'll bet that's going to be the, the case, uh, Bodie. And, and I think we've heard that Jason Hayward isn't going to be uh, – I don't think he's vaccinated, so – but yeah. he's on the IL. He'll never come back from the IL, so we won't really know that he isn't vaccinated anymore. Uh, Guy Serious writes in, Danny's frozen. Uh, Danny is no longer frozen. Yeah, you were frozen for a minute. Yeah, I talked I talked through it basically about you. So you're a fucking frozen. pro. <laughs> you just froze again. <laughs> God damn it. Just for a second. Yeah. It's, All right. So- well, yeah. So let's, let's move on. Let's, so the Phillies who did make it back from Canada. <laughs> who are they? Uh, wh- wh- who or what they do? What they do? What do you mean? I'm trying they- to get us back on track here, and I'm doing a shitty oh, job. Oh, okay. You're no. going to be like, well, what Aaron, the fuck? <laughs> I was going to say Aaron Nola and Kyle Gibson didn't go either, but it didn't matter because they're starting pitchers, so they didn't pitch. So Right. And you assume that they didn't go because – they weren't vaccinated, but they also could have just not been going to pitch. So why take them? No, no, they weren't vaccinated. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's, that's what it was. They were listed in the list of guys that didn't know. Uh, and uh, the, now the good news for the Cubs and the bad news for the Phillies is that uh, the Phillies are without Bryce Harper, who got hit with a pitch and fractured his thumb and will be out six to eight weeks. And then he's got to work his way back. And that's, Tough titty for them, but, you know, makes our job a little bit easier. Yeah, and he, when I was, we're going to do the rakes, flakes, throws and blows later, and when I was looking up, I mean, he was leading the team. I mean, he was having a great season, too, before he got hurt. So, that's a big blow to them. Yeah, huge blow. 
And uh, overall, right now, I mean, let me let me put up their off offensive numbers uh, as a team, and I'll just kind of give you what they've been doing overall. Uh, the eighth in OPS, they're fifth in home runs, so they hit a lot of those. We know who does that for them. It's Kyle well, and that's yeah, that's like all Schwarber. He's leading the National League in home runs. And then they're, but they're average in walks and strikeouts and stolen bases, but they managed to score the sixth most runs and the Cubs are 20th in that category. And so it's, it really is the home runs. It, it really does help your team score runs when you have well, men on base and then somebody hits home run. It, but, I, but I'm, wasn't Philly having all those like really high scoring games early on? Like, didn't they just have a whole bunch of like 13 to 12 losses? In like dumb shit like that, like it seemed like they some had a whole like bunch of like like nobody could play defense on either team. Like they were just out there. Everybody was just you know hitting the ball over the field, and everybody was scoring. It was like Manfred's wet dream. Well, they're fourteen and nine in blowout games, whatever that means to you. But yeah, I see a lot of ten three nine fives, eleven three, ten three eight two. Well, what that means to me is 23 blowout games. That's a lot. Like, but I guess yeah. these weren't even blowouts that I was talking about. I was talking about the, the, the games that just both teams scored a ton of runs because the Phillies don't really have a ton of pitching. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the pitching. Uh, the, it's not terrible. There are three sixty nine ERA. Nice. Yeah, ERA is eighth in the leagues and the Cubs is sixth the worst. So I'd rather have their team ERA than ours. 367 bullpen ERA is slightly better than their starters. So they're all kind of right in that like mid to good range. Uh, And the Cubs is the seventh worst bullpen by ERA. They've given up the fourth fewest homers and that'll help you out a lot. Cubs have given up the most homers, uh, double, double the home runs, but uh, they've also, we've also have the most innings pitched of any team. Uh, well, not any team. R- Rays, I think, are more f- fifth fewest innings pitched for the Phillies. Uh, eighth most walks for the for the uh, Phillies. Uh, Cubs have the fourth most, so they'll walk you. Cubs have the most strikeouts. Phillies are average. I mean, I would say it's an average bullpen. It's or, or uh, it's an above average, slightly above average bullpen, slightly above average pitching staff and i'll put those numbers up for uh, well actually i mean you just said they're eighth like they're they're eighth overall in pitching which means they're slightly below average i mean there's there's 30 teams 32 oh no i'm best yeah oh eighth best okay yeah i thought you're going the other way no no we're going the other way we're fourth (laughs) worst we are no, we're eighth, they're fourth, but like eighth best versus fourth worst is what I'm trying to throw. So there's here. like, what, like 12 teams in between? Yeah. Yeah, okay. A whole world of difference, <laughs> basically. And if you look out of their bullpen, I don't know. I, I know who you're going to talk about, so I won't bring them up. Uh, but I, I will talk about uh, the guy that's taken the most innings out of their pen is a guy named Nick Nelson, who uh, – is it already 42 innings? So they'll give you a multiple, multiple innings. It looks like he's got a four, 407 ERA. She so wouldn't mind him coming in. Batters hitting 219 against him. So he's the guy who's taking the most. And I, I didn't uh, notice that Corey Kniebel ended up on the Phillies. So he is. I just want to kind of point that out. Uh, Mark, I didn't see that either. 
Mark Appel ended up on this team, if you remember him, as the guy who was drafted before Chris Bryant. Yeah, so. and and nobody's ever really heard of since. He's just kind of bounced around. Well, he was hurt. Yeah, he never. Yeah, made, yeah he never came in. And then, uh, so I just wanted to point out just a couple names that you might recognize. And then uh, defensively, the Cubs have now the second most errors in the majors, and the Phillies have the ninth least. Both teams are below average defense, defensive, easy for me to say, defensive efficiency <laughs> ratio, uh, but the Cubs are the seventh the worst. Durr. The Durr. And their catchers, i.e. JT Real Muto, who does not have a vaccine in his body protecting him, uh, has thrown out 32% of runners, though, second best in the majors, and the Cubs are actually below average in that category, 24%. So, Well, I mean, Wilson's got the best arm out of the three catchers that they carry constantly, and he hardly ever plays catcher anymore They because I, I think his leg is a little bit banged up. I think that's why they just have him. Like, I think that, that hamstring was a little touchy, and they're just like, you know what? We're not really playing to win. We may as well just leave him at DH until we can get rid of him and he won't get hurt. Yeah, I'm I'm almost thinking that, you know, when they say that the guys traded pending physical, I I think that uh Jed is gonna be sweating that one out pretty good with oh, Wilson yeah. Contreras just judging by the way they're playing him. I mean he he looked okay. You know, in the squat there for the All Star game, like he didn't look like he was having any issues. But yeah, you know, he, I, he, I think the Cubs are just like really treating him with kid gloves so that he won't get hurt. Yeah, and didn't he didn't he score the tying or winning run on Sunday too? Coming around third, scoring from second or something like that. I believe it was him. Yeah, yeah he had that. I, I believe it was. I him. did. I didn't get to see that game because I was. You're like, we're not recapping it. Fuck it. <laughs> I was driving. Well, I, yeah, I was driving and I haven't had a chance to. Uh, I watched the double headers today. Like, I kind of watched part of those. Cool. Well, uh, let's take a, a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. Uh, we would love you to support us on Patreon. So do it. Patreon.com slash Sunrant. We'll be right back. Break. In a minuto. All over Chicagoland, there are thirsty, frazzled, overworked Cubs podcasters who are struggling to survive one more baseball season in the dog-eat-dog world of unpaid content creation. But it doesn't have to be this way. You can make a difference. Become a super ranter at patreon.com slash sunranto, where your support ensures that poor, sad, pathetic, ugly, loser Cubs podcasters can pay for tickets and beer, and in turn, line the pockets of the baseball agark Ricketts family. Just one dollar a month can buy a scorecard. Five dollars a month can pay for guitar strings to write a Cubs song. And ten dollars a month almost buys one beer at Wrigley Field. Cubs content creators are the lowest pieces of pond scum garbage that slither over the face of this planet. But super ranters help them get drunk and screw off at baseball games. What do you get out of it? The Sun Ranto Show, delivered to your podcatcher without stupid advertisements like the one you're seeing and hearing right now. Plus, at other Super Rancher levels, you can get Cubs music, access to private Sun Ranto pages, the Ranter calendar, and special thanks and Ranter recognition in our live broadcasts, plus eligibility for monthly prizes. 
What does Sunranto get out of it? Your money. For tickets and beer. Go to patreon.com slash sunranto. That's patreon.com slash sunranto. And become a super ranter today. And welcome back to the Sunranto Show. It is time for Rakes, Flakes, Throws, and Blows. <laughs> oh, oh. Today I'm going to show you how to rake. I love that old man. He kind of looks like Jimmy Carter. You know, maybe <laughs> like 20 years ago, Jimmy Carter. He's like a fat Jimmy Carter that didn't work out too much. He's not yeah. building houses too much. You know, he's like, the alternate. He's like the alternate timeline of Jimmy Carter that gained some weight and didn't have that bandaid on his face. Like every time you see Jimmy Carter, he's got a bandaid on his face. For some his, reason. his skin's just falling off from like all the time he's got hit and been hit in the face with falling nails from building houses and Habitat for Humanity. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, Alec Baum, one of the unvaccinated. Uh, Apparently, makes you good at baseball. Yep. He gets the rake going into the all-star break with a 381, 417, 714 slash line, 1131 OPS over his last seven games. He's got eight hits with two dongs and two walks over that time frame, and he's been sustaining it for a while. He's hitting 357 over the last month and 299 in his last 30 games. So he's really you know, like making contact, putting him where they ate, you know. Uh, his OPS is over 900 since mid-June. He's got the second most hits on the team behind Castellanos. Uh, you know, although his big thing is like he's lacking in power. He doesn't hit a lot of home runs. Um, but when you have Schwarber, Hoskins, and Harper in that lineup, you need the guy getting on base. You need the guy, you know slapping those singles and, and getting out there. So that's who this guy is. And he's he's been really good at it, rolling on for like a month now. So, No, oh, good right. for him. I wish he was on our freaking team. How about a Flakes? I haven't worried about Flakes since my grunge days. Remember them? They're slowly well, coming back to me. Our old pal. Kyle Schwarber gets the flake for this Ooh, series. Good. Schwarber's main value as a hitter is hitting dongs. The guy leads the league with 29, which puts him on pace for about 54, I think, this year. Uh, but those numbers are great. But over the last week, he hit one homer. And he hit one the week before. So, and he got beat by a 76-year-old in the home run derby. <laughs> so, you know, true. this dude is having a hard fucking week. Uh, his batting average is only 208 on the season. And over the, like, the week before, 0.077. Like, he's, he, he's fucking terrible. He's just, he is the walking three true outcomes. He's got 50, wait, what is it? 52 uh, walks this year, which is, uh, tied for second in the, or no, tied for fourth. He's tied for second with strikeouts behind only Patrick Wisdom. He's got 120 strikeouts to Patrick Wisdom's 124. So, you know, he's like, he's like if Patrick Wisdom hit more home runs and got more walks. Well, oh, he's like if Patrick Wisdom was 
better. It was good. Yeah, I was just going to say, it. it's, it's like Patrick Wisdom was good at baseball, and then you'd have Kyle Schwarber. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I still don't understand why. I, I know he got better at left field. I watched him do it right in front of my face sitting out there. But, uh, you know, I still don't understand why he he regularly plays the field. <laughs> like they like, Between Castellanos and, and Schwarber out there, I mean, it, it's just like Butcher Central. Yeah, he does, and he does not DH very often. Like mm-hmm. he, you know, that's the whole thing with Schwarber. It's like all those years with the Cubs, like DH, he's a DH, he's a DH, and as soon as they get the DH, he's like he's a Man. fucking left fielder. <laughs> and it's like anybody could play left field, apparently. You know, I mean, look at you know, we got Ian Happ out there running around, you know, misplaying everything. Like I'm sure anybody can kind of just go out there and be okay at it. So, IFG writes in ball go boom. Yes, for <laughs> sure. We and we saw so many of those. Those were great. I I love. We're I miss that. But you know, hopefully the pitching staff is doing their homework, and he's going to have some swings and misses. Uh, you know, in this series, rather than the ball going boom. Yeah. So uh, we're on throws now, right? Yep. All right. Uh, see, I usually have it. All ready to go. And, of course, I was screwing around, looking up stats for the people. Ah, religious zealots. Can't get enough of them. Mm. I had one approach my car window wanting to give me a Bible yesterday. Like, in the street. I was driving. It's not like I was like, like, I can't read and drive, lady. Yeah, I was like, you get the fuck away from my car. There's a pandemic going on. Uh, Okay, so uh, the guy in the bullpen throwing the best right now is Jose Alvarado. In the last six games that he's pitched, he's thrown five innings with 10 strikeouts, two walks and two hits for a zero ERA and a .80 whip. And that actually maintains if you double the time frame. So in the last 13 games, he's thrown 10.1 innings with 21 strikeouts, four walks, four hits, and still, but still the point, actually a better whip, 0.77 whip. Uh, so really consistent over his last, you know, over the last 13 games. And uh, I don't know if this is really the guy we want to see in their bullpen after a nice long rest when he comes out here. Uh, no, I, I would prefer not to, uh, yeah. no, he's at it, but he's got the 439 ERA on the whole season. So just cause he's been good recently, does well, maybe but, now that, but that's the stretch. whole, that's the whole point of the Riggs League throws and blows. Like the whole season, you recently. don't really know, like he's coming in hot and he just got a break. Now, maybe he went home and he ate like, I don't know, a fucking Turkey every night. And he's going to be tired and sluggish, and he won't be very good. But that's usually not how it works. Uh, C- Cub Doggy, right, 1981, right, says, "In is this the All-Star Special? Uh, yes. Welcome to the All-Star Special. We, we have are- spent as much time on the All-Star as Cubs did on the base pass during the game. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ian, Ian have got to walk. So um, yeah, and 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 Wilson got on with an error. Yeah, it's not bad. It's better than it's better than most of the guys in the freaking National League <laughs> did. I mean, we're terrible. 
National League just cannot win these baseball games. It's amazing. Like, you should every year go bet National League next year. Bet bet now. Yeah, bet (laughs) $1,000 right now on the National League. And then if they don't win, double or nothing. And if they don't win again, double or nothing. Because it's got to happen eventually. That's yeah. where, that's that's where we're at now with this. Did whole you thing. see the stat that the so the National League got a, a two run homer or whatever, and they they went up by two runs. That's the first time they have had a lead for a full inning, at least one inning since 2016, when Chris Bryant led the game off in his first <laughs> at bat with a home run. Can I say this about that as long as we just happened over on this topic? As I te- we were texting yesterday because um, you were asking if I was going to watch the All-Star game. And I'm like, uh, I'll probably catch a little bit of it, you know, later on. But um, I'm, I have it on the radio. And I'm like, I was listening to Boog Shambi, your favorite broadcaster. People who watch this show regularly know that that is a lie. But Boog Shambi on the radio with Doug Glanville who I worked with at NBC Sports and has come on the Sunranto show during John Baker Day a couple years ago and is is very cool. Also, Cubs podcaster or uh, broadcaster. So I text you. I'm like, dude, Boog's doing a really good job on the radio. I'm like, it's amazing. Like, it's like a different broadcaster completely. He's watching the game. He's telling you he can do it, which is makes you even more mad because he won't do it when he's on TV. Because he's like, TV's different. I don't have to watch the game. I can just tell stories about when I was drunk with this one guy and I met him on the street at an event in San Diego and we had dinner at this steakhouse. And any other shit he's going to say, he, he saves it for TV. But on the radio, he will actually tell you what's going on in the baseball game. It's amazing. That was my exact takeaway. You you cued me in. I turned it on to see. It was really good. So I synced up the sound with the TV. And let me tell you what. I don't know what the fuck was happening on TV. Boog was handling the game on the radio. I was listening. And I'm like, no, I know exactly what the fuck's going on. I look at the TV. Dude, I don't even like there was there was a guy in the National League dugout talking to a guy in the American League dugout, and I don't think the game was even on the thing. And I'm like, why am I hearing on the radio that a game is being played? And I just got two guys up here having a fucking conversation, and, and because I couldn't hear what was going on, on TV, I had no idea what was happening. But that was my exact takeaway: was oh my god, Shambi is good at this. I now see why somebody would hire him to do this job. They must fucking fire him from the TV, though. Or they just need to go do your radio call on TV. Just do the radio call. Don't do whatever you think you're doing on TV. You're he's so bad. It's like so now now I hate the guy even more <laughs> because he's, he is making a fucking personal choice to ruin this game for us. He's just like, fuck these fans. It's not I'm going to make this the worst possible. Right. It's not that he's just untalented. He's, he's purposefully doing this to us. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I thought, I, I seriously I I thought that, 
the dude doesn't like baseball. Like he can't, he, he's got ADHD. Like he can't pay attention to the game. Like he's everything wrong with baseball. And then I hear him on the radio. I'm like, this motherfucker's doing a great job. I could listen to this every, every game. It's absolutely true. A uh, little yumper writes in, he's doing it on purpose despite you cotton. He, you know what? It's, it's like when I was in high school and I would never do my, my speeches. I, I had this one class. I always wanted to do speeches, like a report. And you had to go up and do a speech. And I wouldn't do it, wouldn't do it, wouldn't do it. And then finally I went up one day and I did a speech about airplanes and I fucking nailed it. I nailed it. I got A plus. I scored all the points. Highest score in the class. Next time around, we're doing another speech. And the teacher's like excited, like, oh, Mr. Cotton, do you have your speech ready? And I'm like, no. I'm not doing this shit. I showed you I could do it. I, yeah, I I'm told done. You. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's Boog. That's Boog right now. I fucking showed you I could do it. Now I'm just going to go do my other shit where I don't have to try. <laughs> <sighs> well, well, try to give us some blows, would you? <laughs> I, I forgot where we were in this podcast. Well, completely. I believe we're on blows. You just yeah. put your lips together and blow. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good joke. It's, it's never going to get old. Well, the guy, this podcast gold. It's just it's just me and Danny giggling into the mics. Uh, the guy we may actually want to see uh, with the Phillies is Juris Familia. Uh, once a tough closer, but now he's not even in the mix of five different pitchers who've had save opportunities this month for the Phillies. Uh, probably because in seven games over that time frame, he has a 6.43 ERA, giving up five runs on ten hits and three walks over seven innings, while only striking out seven. Uh, his WHIP is 186, and teams are hitting 357 off of this guy. Well, I mean, I guess he's a, a he. I mean, Knable's got most of the saves on the team. Uh, Familia, I mean, he is this the the kind of the thing where he was on the Mets for so long and he beat the Phillies so much that they're like, we got to get Familia, and then yeah. they, they get him. They faced him a million times and then they finally get him and he sucks for him. Yep, yeah, and Knable has most of the saves, but I don't know is he injured or something wrong because over the like over the last month, I looked at the save opportunities and there were like there were like seven or eight opportunities and they were spread across five different pitchers. Huh? Yeah. I see, I see that there's been a lot of different guys trying to handle the back, save opportunities. Canable, Sir Anthony Dominguez, Juris Familia, Sir Anthony. Bal- I love Bal- that name. I, I know. He's so, it's what a great name. Uh, but Baladi, Andrew Baladi, Brad hand had a bunch, uh, Jose Al Alvado, <laughs> Mr. Hand. Yeah, Mr. Hand and Cub Sir Do- Anthony. Tub- Cub Doggy 1981 says they all blow. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a mixed bag. You know, they've got a couple guys that, like, this guy Connor Brogdon's got a 193. Sir Anthony Dominguez got a 185 on the year. But they got a couple guys in the fours. Brad Hand's had a nice year, 217. But, like, you know, they it's a bullpen, and it gets beat up throughout the year. And, we, we, and they all just got rested, but... It's still the middle of the of a long year, and uh, well, I'm going to come back and tell you about the weather well, after a commercial break, and then uh, you'll see that it's 
it's, it's not going to be easy to be out there they, doing anything. They all just got rested, right? And so what we're going to see is the Phillies are going to come out. Everybody's rested. Their pitchers, their starters are going to go like six and seven innings. And then they're going to bring out the, the bullpen or whatever. And David Ross is going to be like, they're all rested. I'm going to pull my starter after the second. You know, like, <laughs> just burn the fucking, like, in three games, he's going to go through every bullpen arm that he can. Uh, take the over. So uh, <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be right back after this uh, very short commercial break. This is a Cubs fan buying tickets from the Cubs. And this is a Cubs fan buying tickets through the StubHub link at sunrancho.com slash StubHub, knowing that 4% of their ticket purchase will go to the Sun Rancho Show instead of into the pockets of rich corporate douchebags. Buy all your tickets through sunrancho.com slash StubHub. Don't worry, it won't cost you a single penny extra. It don't stink to click our link. This is an Amazon shopper buying things from Amazon. And this is an Amazon shopper buying things through the links at sunrancho.com slash Amazon, knowing that up to 10% of their purchase will go to the Sun Ranto show instead of that cocksucker Jeff Bezos, who will just use the money to go to space. Plus, if you buy all your Amazon items through sunrancho.com slash Amazon, you could win a monthly prize. sunrancho.com slash StubHub and sunrancho.com slash Amazon. Two great ways to support the Sun Ranto show while sticking it to evil corporations who suck and it won't cost you a single penny it don't stink to click our link i, I want to thank everybody that's shopped through our amazon link on during the uh what's it called the, the midsummer black friday the the amazon prime, prime, prime days yeah. day. prime days yeah there was the most people the most items ever ordered so far uh, during during the during any month, uh, there were seventy items so far, and I'll put up a little screenshot of some of the awesome stuff. Not only was Fun Dip purchased yet once again, I how is it possible that you just threw up this t- like these letters are tiny, and there's like fifty of them, and my eye went straight to that Fun Dip candy bulk variety pack one point four ounce. Like it was just like right there. In front of me, somehow. Yeah, and uh, but then I, I look look uh, up to Pop Rocks, and I'm wondering if it's the same person. Are they like rocking Fun Dip and Pop Rocks at the same time? Oh my god! Because that's that's I, a party. That is a party. I'm. I had no real interest in the candy until now. I want to do some Pop Rocks and Fun Dip together. Look, somebody got a new TV. That's, Amazon. that's like that's like rolling some uh it, what what is it like like coke and ecstasy at the same time like rolling it's like pop rocks and fun <laughs> yeah, dip yeah exactly <laughs> it's called the speedball baby you gotta try it <laughs> we call it fun rocks baby let's get it on. <laughs> we're doing the fun rocks tonight um but yeah thanks thank you to everybody that used uh the search bar at uh in the ads at uh, sunranto.com slash amazon it really does help the show i was really excited when i saw it we got like 70 bucks in the kitty right now dude we're gonna we're gonna party and i'm i'm saying like when we get up to like 500 pizza party <laughs> that's what i'm thinking I'm thinking we're, we're having a pizza party you're gonna get a bunch of pizzas some rcs 
I some wings. Spit. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. Party. Dominoes for everyone. No, no, we're getting this. Come on, <laughs> there's no Dominoes in Chicago. There is no, no, seriously, there is no Dominoes in Chicago. I was thinking about that the other day, and I'm sure it exists. Like I know there's some Little Caesars around, but I don't see like in other cities where you go by your like you see a Dominoes. Like you don't see that yeah. too much around here. It's like people aren't gonna. And also, this is from somebody who thinks that Dominoes isn't that bad. So. Uh, that, I, which is why you were looking for one. You were out like rolling past all these the good fucking Domino's. <laughs> looking for a Domino's, man. There's I Domino's Seven dollars in gas, trying to save four dollars on my pizza. <laughs> I mean, God, you remember when they were like, you could get like two giant pizzas for ten dollars? <laughs> like that was like, not too long ago. Yeah, yeah, that had to have drugs in it. So mind control drugs. Uh, so oh, here I, we go. I like the three hundred count plastic shot glasses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy shit! Somebody's yeah. somebody's getting ready to party. Yeah, I didn't see that one. Where where is that one? Right under the fun dip. Oh yeah, three hundred count mini plastic shot glasses. Go, someone is getting a party. Yeah, and then and then they got the silverware set. So somebody's having a party and one hundred disposable face masks. <laughs> 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 You're like, we'll party, but you guys got to mask up. Bobby Crod's going around. <laughs> right. <laughs> pull, pull your mask off. Take your shot. Take your the shot. mask back on. <laughs> oh, Snort man. some fun dip and pop rocks right up your nose. Man, this, it really does tell a story, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so I did want to uh, point out one more thing about if uh, here's my uh, stub or my um, yeah, my StubHub seat pick of the week. I'm going to go to the game with my family, including my mother, my sister, my cousin, and we're going to be at the game on Tuesday. And there's some seats available right by us for $34. You could sit by us. Um, these are great seats. You know, I wouldn't steer you wrong because that's if I'm sitting there with my family. It's uh, I'm going to drop the link in the chat to them. It's section 204, row five which is high enough so that people aren't walking in front of you up in that second section. You will notice that there are cheap, a cheaper set of row twos available. I do not recommend them. Um, But then again, you could probably just do what the hell you want because it's not going to be packed at Cubs versus pirates. So get whatever the hell you want, spend less and do that. But if you want to be assured, uh, well, we're in this section. So if you want to sit by us, we'll be over there. Uh, section 204, uh, the row five. And if you can see on StubHub, StubHub, it says seats 190 and 191. Those seats do not exist. Okay. Nin- uh, 19 and 18 do, maybe. Uh, one, two, three, four, five exist. But there is no 190, 191 unless something changed really recently. So this is all bullshit. So I don't know what's going on at StubHub. They're probably still having trouble, but... Uh, anyway, I just dropped the link to the chat for those seats. So that is a link associated with so the Sunranto fit show. It's seat well. 19 minus 0 and 19 minus 1. Those are the seats. No, I, I don't know. I don't even know which. Well, I know what my seats are now, but I didn't know what I bought them. I'm in section 204, row 6 or 5 or something like that, like um, same row. And then um, – uh, but it, I didn't know my numbers. I'm like one, two, three, four, five, yeah. or something like that. So anyway, 
If you want to say it by us, do it that way. Come on by, say hi, meet my mom, meet my sister. That's my picks. Those are good seats. They're pretty affordable. So uh, here's the weather in Philadelphia. Woo! <laughs> uh, I think be hot. Yeah, it's hot. Yeah, 96 down to 76. Uh, this game is – the first game is going to be played at 6.05 on Apple TV. Uh, so 90, oh, great. Yeah. So nobody's going to see it. Well, the thing is they're giving it away right now. You can very easily see this game. It's probably an easier game to see than any of them, but you got to figure out how to get Apple TV. Yeah, they never give anything away. You're you're giving them all your information, your your blood type, social security number, credit cards, everything. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it's going to be 96, and then it's going to be 99 degrees for the 505 start in Philadelphia. So it'll still be 99 around that time at 5 o'clock in Philadelphia. I spent a summer in Philadelphia, and let me tell you, uh, well, I I will tell you. I will tell you exactly the thing that I'm going to tell you right now, which is that we had to record drums because we had eight live mics. So we were, I recorded an album right outside of Philadelphia. We we uh, tried to record drums in the daytime in the morning, get up, record the drums, and let's go. But it was already so hot at 10 in the morning that we had to wait till way late at night till it finally cooled down at like 11 o'clock and you got down to like 80 degrees. Otherwise, like the air was like too thick to rec- have eight mics going and like get a good cymbals and snare sound. So that's how hot Philadelphia gets in the summer. That's hot. Is that- so so my, my thing is, so this first game is 6.05. So that's 7.05 Philly time, right? Mm-hmm. So then it's a 6.05. Why, why is it different? I don't know. I'll, I'll see- tell you. I'll tell you why. Because there's oh, okay. a Jake Owen concert right afterwards, oh. and it comes with the ticket. Jake Owen, a country singer, he sings a song called "Homemade" or "Homemade." Um, not oh, when you said "homemade," I immediately thought like Kool Aid, and I'm yeah. like, wait, what? I feel like I hey, homemade. <laughs> <laughs> no, homemade. So, and then on Sunday for the day game, <laughs> woo, 100 degrees. At, they're playing at high noon Philadelphia time. This yep. game's at 11 o'clock on Peacock. So I don't know how you're going to watch this one. <laughs> I just really don't know. It's another oh, P, though. It's another, it's, it's, a, it's another series where you can watch one out of three games. Uh, but I did notice that. I finally saw a commercial for the uh, uh, for the oh, uh, the the cornfield game. You but, saw uh, oh a commercial, a commercial for, the- for the for the cornfield game during the All Star game. That's like the first time. Well, it's like August eleventh. I I had no idea. I'm in Iowa. I'm like an uh, hour and a half away. No idea when this thing is happening. Like it's the Cubs and the Reds, and nobody gives a shit. Yeah, the two last place teams in the corn. Like, what are they going to say? I mean, what do they have, like, porn shots of corn, like, that just, like, really slow up a stalk? Like, you know, a real slow shot, like, start at the bottom in the dirt. Like, things grow out of nothing. The Cubs and the Reds are nothing, and they're going to grow. And, oh, wow, God. Why don't they hire me? At least I can make it funny. The teams are so bad, they really focus on the corn. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
Oh, get about 5,000 bushels out of that field. <laughs> They're so, just going to have farmers on there yeah. talking about corn stats. <laughs> Remind me in the off season one night we should have an off the rails show. And I will tell you about the show I was in in the early nineties in which we, uh, on a satellite phone in the middle of the show, called an orange farmer in Florida. And that was part of the show. We piped him <laughs> in through the thing. Oh, man, it's high tech. So, um, so uh, yeah, well, well let's – a uh, couple comments in the chat I wanted to, to point out. Uh, Bernie Barron said, uh, is StubHub reliable? The, the honest answer is I don't know. But uh, I have been using it, and I haven't had a problem since the problems. Right. So, which is kind of like – uh, I mean, it, it's been bad. They, I, what I believe, uh, here's my Dr. Gonzo theory of what I think is happening. There's a lot of like suspect tickets in there. And I know the teams used to dump tickets onto StubHub. That was like kind of a known fact. I believe they are still dumping tickets onto StubHub and undercutting their own front office prices just to try to establish a market. Um, right. I believe they're still doing that. I believe that's what's actually specifically happening in the corner that I'm recommending in 204, 202, 203, 201, and the right field corner because those are also the seats that they uh, they save for group outings. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there are season ticket holders, there are group outings, and they go up in the corner. There are unobstructed view seats, which is why I like them. Um, but – so I believe they will give you two seats that are reliable seats to sit in, but and they will be in that section, in that row, but they haven't sold the entire row. So they're just going to give you one. Like, it was a little suspect to me when I got seats one, two, three, four. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they're just going to do one, two, three, four, five, six. They're going to go through it, and they're just going to sell the row. Um, so we'll just see – I'm curious. I'll be over there, so we'll see how it looks that day, and I will be taking note. Yeah. Uh, David Elliott helping us out. Field of Dreams game. The cornfield game? Yeah. I'm sorry. I like. So I had a brain fart. I couldn't remember the name of the game, and then I really thought Danny could bail me out, and Danny was like, I don't fucking know what the name of the game is either. So oh. we just – it's. I, I think actually from now on, think we it- just call it the cornfield game. But I actually wasn't considering it had a name. I, I, I guess it does. Yeah, not, it's the not Field like of Dreams a, game. Yeah, but it's not like everybody knows that. Like, you're not going to go on the street and be like, do you know what the Field of Dreams game is? They'd be like, no. You know, like, nobody would know because it's not that popular. It's only been one year, but, you know. It's only been one year. I think everybody knew what it was last year. It's just, you know, this is the sophomore slump for sure. Yeah. And uh, this in from Infield Fly Girl, too, if you want to watch that game on Friday night, you have to have a credit card number that works in order to get an Apple ID. So that works in quotes, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. If anybody needs my credit card, I I will be tweeting it out after the the show. So uh, game one, we should talk about the games because this this show has already gone longer than I thought it was going to. Uh, I so, know. I thought we were almost done. And then I realized, oh, well, you haven't even got through the games. No. Yeah. I'll go through them quick. Oh, uh, I did have a scavenger hunt. Nobody did the last scavenger hunt and proved to me that they spent no money at Wrigley Field. So you're all just giving money to Ricketts and like he doesn't even deserve it because the team sucks. But 
Uh, I do. I'm going to start a new scavenger hunt for. I guess let's go. Let's let's take it through the rest of the year, and then we'll do a big end of the year uh, scavenger hunt, scavenger hunt uh, like drawing. So, uh, and here's what I'm going to give away: a Pedro Strope player personality bobblehead, and look behind me right here: this Pedro Strope poster, which is a very unique matte camera piece it's done on like this like really cool maroon wallpaper and it's two pedro strokes kind of done in the way like a 1980s school photo was done when your face is up in the corner and you're also sitting there you know what i'm talking about that style yeah, yeah. yeah no i yeah, i totally so all right uh here's my scavenger hunt go to the mooder museum go Danny's favorite to museum. the mooder museum they have drawers and cases and displays full of medical oddities look it up they have siamese twin skeletons for god's sakes conjoined twins i think is the way you're supposed to put it now but conjoined twin (laughs) skeletons right because they are not from siam they could be from anywhere yeah they could no those kids probably weren't or i mean they weren't really they they, i don't think they made it (laughs) (laughs) Because they got their skeleton there. Spoiler alert, <laughs> the skeleton is not alive. Um, they have a fat lady that turned to soap. Ooh. To soap. Under the right circumstances, a fat person can turn to soap. Which, why are we just we turning all fat corpses into soap? Why we is this happening? Club. We know that. Yeah. Well, they got the idea at the Mooter Museum telling yes. you you gotta go if you go to the mooder museum at any time you're entered into the scavenger hunt for the pedro stroke hold on hold on hold on, hold on bobblehead don't just go to the mooder museum you need to take a picture of something and you need to tag it with something about the rickets you, a little like a you know make some funny joke about the rickets after you've taken a picture of something at the Mooter Museum, like, you know, you, you take a picture of the conjoined twins and I don't know, it's it's Todd wouldn't share his hot dogs. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> the, the twins it's, died because Todd wouldn't share his hot dogs. It's Ted Cruz and Tom Ricketts before they got separated <laughs> at birth. <laughs> By the way, hey, we, we got to talk about this on some future show. Did you see Todd Ricketts has the hubris to start his own search engine to compete with Google? Oh, yeah. I've got I, it, It's coming up. <laughs> okay. I will make reference. Okay. All right. Good. We'll get there. So a uh, game one, Justin Steele, which I thought was an interesting pick to restart the season after the All-Star break because you could set it up how you want, is going to go up. Uh, he's 3-6 and six with a 4-15. He's going to go up against Kyle Gibson, who's 5-3 and three with a 4-35. As I said, it's on Apple TV, which you need a functioning credit card, number four. Uh, it's at 6.05 Central Time. Uh, Justin Steele, last time he went out there, he gave up four runs, three earned, through six in a loss to Baltimore. Nick the Stick is 4-8 for eight with a homer. Against uh, Justin and Schwarbs is over two. Those are the only guys that have faced him. I yeah. thought that was interesting that he's four for eight with a homer. Justin Steele's a lefty. So is Nick the Stick. So is Schwarber. But he's over two. That's not much to see. But you know, yeah, Nick the Stick did quite well. 
Uh, and then uh, Kyle Gibson, he gave up one run through six against Miami last time he went out there before the break. And I would also like to point out that Kyle, he shut out St. Louis, the St. Louis Cardinals, on two hits. <laughs> Not the through- Browns. No, the St. Louis Cardinals got shut out on two hits, only two hits, through seven innings in the start before. And uh, Jan Gomes just owns the guy. Yeah. yeah. Jan Gomes owns Gibson. I'm going to put up the number real quick. He's 13 for 32 with two home runs. He's got an OPS over 1,000. Indleton Simmons won't be in this game, but he also does quite well. All the other uh, Cubs don't have very many many at bats, and they did not go well. But why Jan Gomes Simmons, is going to kill. Why will Simmons not be in this game? I mean, is second base? I mean, it uh, isn't he injured still? I mean, maybe he could come up, but I didn't hear anything of him. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. IL. Man, it's been the All Star break. I fucking forgot. No, he's the <laughs> new he's the new Daniel Descalso. It's just how it's going. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, in game two, Marcus Stroman, two and five with a four sixty nine ERA. Nice against Zach Wheeler, eight and five with a two eighty nine. This game's at five oh five Central, followed by a Jake Owen and his homemade concert. Uh, Marcus Stroman only gave up one run on three hits the last time he went out there. He's struck out nine through the 8.1 innings pitch that he's been back over the two games since his, uh, since his injury. Yeah. And, and that, uh, that first start, he only got to go four. And I think they were, you know, his first start back. And I think they were, you know, kind of handling with kids gloves, but then the next start, uh, he had like 89 pitches into yeah. the fifth when they pulled him a little high on the pitch count. Mm-hmm. For only four point one innings, that yeah, that game, still, but they're still working him back. There's no, you still got Stro for a couple more years if you yeah. want him. And so, uh, why why tax him? I, why why blow him out? You know, on his way back from an injury. So, but uh, Stro kind of owns the fills. Overall, they because he was with the Mats for and he's years. seen him. A ton of times, right? Yeah, he's seen – well, they, they got 161 at-bats. Well, he's been around for a long time, even from when he was in Toronto. They've seen him quite a bit. Uh, 161 total at-bats, only batting 215 with a 263 OBP, slugging 329 for a 591 OPS. Um, it, it's gone well. Didi uh, Gregorius has a couple dongs and bats 290, but he's pretty much the only well. Gene Segura does okay. But it really falls off. Nick Castellanos is dog shit against him, slashing 118, 167, 294. So if you can kind of keep him in the park, um, JT Real Muto does rather well. But Reese Hoskins, who was your raker, is absolutely terrible. Bryce Harper, 0 for 10. And I know he's gone. Uh, uh, oh, no, actually, actually, Alex Baum was your yeah, Alec Baum, 0 yeah, for 11. 0 for 11. Reese Hoskins is also terrible, but he's 1 for 11, 11. whereas yeah, Alec yeah. Baum's 0 for 11. So, I mean, Stroh kind of owns these guys. Uh, Kyle Schwarber's seen him, though, and done quite well. So, I mean, it is it's a it is a mixed bag, but overall, uh, I think Stroh advantage Stroh in this one. Um, well, Wheeler, Zach Wheeler, with a K, Got his butt kicked. He's not a Zotch is what I'm saying. Uh, got his uh, butt kicked in Toronto. 
after two back-to-back incredible performances. I mean, two of Zach Wheeler's best-pitched games of the year were right before he got his butt kicked in Toronto, okay, against the St. Louis Cardinals. Seven innings pitched, shut out uh, appearances. Two games, right in a row. It was incredible what he did against the St. Louis Cardinals. Just killed them. I don't even know how the Cardinals are even in this race. Doing so terribly <laughs> against Zach Wheeler. Um, I just thought I'd get a little Cardinals hatred in there because I could. So uh, the Cubs do pretty well against him. As you see, overall, 100 plate appearances on the dot. 340 batting average, 380 OBP, 500 slugging for an 880 OPS. Jason Hayward with two home Oh, God. two. <laughs> yeah, it's mostly Jason Hayward and Angelton Simmons that have seen him. And they won't be playing in this baseball game. Uh, Jan Gomes is actually pretty good. He's got a dog against him. Ian Happ is in a home run in his two at-bats. One of them was a dog, so... Anyhow, it was looks like it was a grand slam, doesn't it? Four RBIs. Right. Yeah. Unless he had a whole bunch of, you know, sack yeah. flies. Yeah, we don't know. So wait, no way to look it up. Nope. Lost <laughs> lost to the uh, mists of time. So then in game three, uh Smiley, Drew Smiley, come also coming back from in- injury with They are just gonna run his ass out there until he eventually just cries and has a nervous breakdown and leaves well what i'm actually wondering is is this is uh is drew smiley uh gonna pitch until the trade deadline passes and if nobody will take him they just kind of get rid of him yeah i don't know yeah I don't know. We shall find out. But he's uh, two and five with a four twenty-two. This game's at eleven o'clock on Peacock. Um, there is they're giving away a Zach Wheeler replica jersey at the game, and this is a thing I guess they're doing, which this is the Cubs' only game that they're playing this way. But uh, they're playing in the morning, and I guess the way they're billing it is that like it's like little league Sunday mornings playing in the morning. This is what we did. And now you like playing in the morning. So it's the early game tune in after church. Yeah, they're doing it. Yeah. Cause it starts at noon. So it's a little early. At least it's only going to be a hundred degrees. Uh, but yeah, I've seen a few of these that start at like 10 AM and shit. Like, I mean, if you're on the, if you're on the West coast, it's going to be a 9 a.m. game. Yeah. It, well, yeah. I mean, and they're used to that because that's when like football starts for them. So, you right. know, so. Uh, so anyway, uh, Smiley, he was okay in his second start back. Uh, much better than his first start. Two runs, one earned against the Mets. Uh, and uh, Nick the Stick and Schwarber do pretty well against him, uh, if you care. Uh, Castellanos is uh, – Batting 375, 444 OBP, 625 slugging for an OPS of 1,069. Nice. Yeah. A lot of 69s in this show. And then, but Didi Gregorius, only one for 14. JT Real Muto, one for nine. I mean, the, the Schwarber's got a dong. Harper's not there. Uh, Reese Hoskins got a dong. Uh, so they've seen him, is all I'm saying. 
and they've got some experience and it's it's a mixed bag. But a 911 OPS overall doesn't give you a lot of confidence. So um, I guess I guess that's your matchups. Oh, and TBD's going for the Phillies, so they don't they don't want to tell us. Tom Brady's a dick. Today we're going to talk about taking a rectal temperature. Do we have to take it rectally? Yes. Let's take it. Are we are we coming in? We won the last game. How are you feeling? Um, I mean, I I like the steel and Strowman. I hate the smiley. Uh, and I don't know. It depends. If if uh, Contreras is gone prior to these games, or he doesn't play because they're working out deals, I'm I'm saying zero oh and three. But if yeah. Contreras is still there, I'll give him uh, a chance for two and one here. You know, I really just don't have a feel for this series right now. You know, it's just like completely reset. So is it wrong? But actually, is it wrong in this society these days to say, I don't know? And no, I'm in not fact, sure. <laughs> we should be promoting that. And I think everybody knows that we have no clue. I just pulled that shit. I mean, these are these are ass stats from we have no idea by the time we get to the next show whether or not we were correct or not, unless I don't know, I, I guess I, unless I can rub it in like that I was right and you were wrong, like sometimes I remember. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I don't have a feel for this series at all. Um, you know, it, it's not played on paper. I don't know how they're going to come in. I don't know the vibe of the Phillies. They seem like a shit show, if uh, Papelbon's right. And he, <laughs> I like how a Cubs fan is like, eh, Phillies seem like a shit show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, well, come on. I mean, they're in third place and they are spending money. Like, they're like the White Sox of the They're NL in third East. place and the Cubs are in fourth place, so they're like the same teams, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have a feel for it. I just don't. Uh, so, um, Jerry, oh, I was just going to hit on that. Yep, yeah. Go ahead. She, yeah. She writes in, remind me what WTF is wrong with Harper again. Uh, he got hit on the hand and it's uh, fractured and he's in a, he's getting it. He got pins in it. And, um, so he's out for six to eight week. Uh, Cub Dogie Cub- 81 says, uh, Cubs get swept. Yeah, That's what Cubs, he's calling. It's not a, it's not a it's not a bad bet. I'm going you know what? I mean I really feel like if if Contreras is gone, it's going to like just take him a few games to just figure it out and get back into it. But if he's there, I think I seriously I think they could go two and one. I mean I ain't scared of Zach Wheeler and uh Kirk Gibson. <laughs> it's not Kirk. He's old. <laughs> <laughs> he's old. <laughs> he's almost as old as Pujols, who beat Kyle Schwarber in the home run derby. I think Kyle Schwarber, knowing Kyle Schwarber and what a good guy he is, I could so see him just freaking taking the dive. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I can. Oh, I really can. No. Kyle's no. that guy. Kyle is a guy that would take a dive for Albert. I do believe that. So, uh, all right, TFCs, let's, let's get the fuck out of here. Sorry for saying fuck. But I okay, said. so I got, what? <laughs> That's the first time that's ever been said. Uh, I have two. How many you got? I just got one. 
You got you got one. Yeah, so okay, go then first. I'll 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 go and then I'll I'll finish. Um. So my TFC comes off of the director of morale, uh, bitching about. Well, he was bitching about on the All Star game how the broadcast was talking about how the Cubs traded all their players last year. And he's like, yeah, the Ricketts are probably upset that they're bringing, they're rehashing this because they're doing it again this year, you know? So of course there's 8 million responses with different things. And I, but I really enjoyed this one. Uh, Lord Thad's chair says 0% chance he's watching, meaning Ricketts. He's searching how to get an erection on freespoke.com right now. And of course, freespoke.com is the bullshit right wing. Like, if Google isn't fascist enough for you, well, go come over to freespoke. Same searches, different results. I like how they put it right out of front street. We're going to give you shit you weren't looking for. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to let you know what we want you to know instead yep, of what you were thinking about when you were looking for it. <laughs> I love the idea that Tom Ricketts is out there looking for how to get an erection on Freespoke. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, and, and Freespoke is probably like, uh, it, uh, yeah. Shall we, shall we try Freespoke as long as we're here? Which oh, you may as well it, pop on there. Uh, how well, to look, get an look, erection? No, here's here's what comes up when you just push this. All you did was, all I did shit. was 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 click on the search thing, and it wants me to know about either Roe v. Wade, Hunter Biden. What is 2,000 Mules, Border Crisis, or The Squad? In quotes, which makes them sound like not a real thing. Oh but let's look God. up. Let's that look is up. insane. Let's look up Cubs. <laughs> let's see what we get. How to watch the Cubs online. <laughs> DOJ suing Cubs for alleged discrimination against fans who use wheelchairs. Hold on. You know what? Since you're doing that. I'm going to type in Cubs on the old DuckDuckGo. Let's see what we get over here. I get Cubs tickets, uh, more Cubs tickets, Mervis, Mervis Road, Mervis Road from undrafted Red Hot Cubs prospect, Mr. Stats Notes, uh, need a reason to watch Cubs Phillies? It's Seiya Suzuki. And uh, why Cubs loaded 2022 draft class with pitching. So, Apparently, if you want good Cubs search results, you may not want to go to Freespoke. Yeah, Freespoke's not really worth <laughs> Well, I, I do Just find like it if you want good Cubs uh, television, you don't go to Marquee. Well, I'm going to click on this one right here because the Department of Justice is suing the Cubs for alleged discrimination against fans who use wheelchairs. So let's let's like put this up in the Freespoke algorithm right now. Uh, we will reject all cookies from Freespoke <laughs> <laughs> or from Sporting News, uh, but uh, but yeah, this this is the picture that they use for this. But but either way, let's, this will uh, put it up in the search results for Freespoke. So the thing that Todd Ricketts has started is his family getting sued. So I think that's that's kind of fun. Yeah, let's push that. Let's push that up in the algorithms. So. Um, all right, my TFC is. Do I have it? Oh yeah, here it is. Uh, this is a, a like a old good old fetch because this is technically a preview episode. Uh, this is a Phillies uh, TFC, 
Kyle Schwarber wrote, uh, this is during the All-Star game, I stand up for everyone on his sign during the Stand Up to Cancer tribute. And then there's some faces that I'm not sure what they mean. And then, but El Capitan says, so he is racist? <laughs> yep, because yeah. they, he he totally all lives mattered that yeah, one. He kind of did. He kind of he, he a little bit all lives mattered his, you know, his situation. He's like, I don't care what disease you got. I'm standing. I'm I'll stand here until the diseases are gone. I'm not going to discriminate against people who have diseases Let- like syphilis. <laughs> they need they need somebody to stand for them, too. How about your autoimmune? How, do, how about your autoimmune diseases that aren't even named? What do you got for lupus? <laughs> Who's standing up for lupus? Damn it! <laughs> why? Why do we keep singling out cancer? They're not the only ones. I've been suffering with Epstein Barr disease for longest <laughs> than you know, and Lyme disease. The list goes on. <laughs> I'm paralyzed in my right eyelid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try and share my screen for like the first time ever here. Yeah. So let's see if this works. I'm going to share this one because I have multiple screens going on here. Yeah. Uh, all right. And is it working? There we go. I see. So it. this is from the Eugene Emeralds uh, Twitter account. And uh, some of you may know where I'm going with this. Uh, The Eugene Emeralds general manager decided to bring awareness to prostate cancer by getting his prostate checked while singing, take me out to the ball game. And here it is. Can you hear that? <laughs> I can't. I can't hear it that well, but uh, it's pretty. Sorry, low. is it? Is it pretty low? Yeah, it's too. It's too low to hear. Well, for me, I don't know. Maybe other people can hear. But uh, oh well, my God. it's it's not that great. It's the whole concept is the whole reason I did it because obviously this dude tried to sing "Take Me Out of the Ball Game" with a finger up his ass, and I'm thinking. This is what they need to start doing with all those people who come up, you know. I and honestly, uh, Vince Vaughn, seriously, he needed something checked when he was doing it last week. Like he he looked sick out there, so he was a little ill. Vince Vaughn was singing "Take Me Out to the Ball Game." Yeah, he he sang "Take Me Out of the Ball Game." They had a whole interview with him. He seemed like slow and tired, and like he looked like he was ancient, like really old. Versus, like my my guess is that he had COVID and he just didn't tell anybody. Yeah, or he's on drugs. I mean, all these Hollywood guys—they just—they're just—they're on the drugs. They're doing <laughs> oh, the drugs. They're on the drugs. They're 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 fun rocking it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. They're fun rocking all night, and they put on a mask. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I guess that's the show. I, my only announcement is that you should join us tomorrow night when we have a cast of thousands or about, you know, eight or nine people, give or take. And uh, they're going to come on. They're going to tell us. Uh, they're going to launch us into the second half of this season. And uh, it's, 
it's always a lot of fun to just visit with our friends and uh, see where everybody's at, kind of take everybody's temperature rectally and and just yes. kind of yes. So um, anyway, that that's that's the show. I I, I, I don't know. That's it. That's all we have for you. That's, that's all we got. Why do you want more? Yeah, this is you like, always want us to go two hours, and we're like, ah, I mean, eh. I guess. Well, but. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Well, we are going to go two hours tomorrow. This is a regular show. We did it tonight. We didn't even mean to go this long, but we did. So please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Sunranto. If you don't, you're basically stealing from us is the way I look at it. And tell your friends, tell your friends, start watching this thing. Get our numbers up, please. Because if we do want to, I don't know, try and sell this thing to somebody, more numbers means more. You know what? Just go out and make multiple accounts and then, uh, log in from your five accounts so that our 108 supporters now look like 540. Exactly. So I At don't least know. do that. And, and I almost forgot, but we are doing chance. Uh, oh, last we are chance, doing chance. Hashtag chance in the chat if you would like to win a chance postcard sent to you by me. Here we go. Last chance. Chance, chance, hashtag chance. Oh, and, and speaking of other, you know, things that are supporting us, uh, look at intheclutch.com for great T-shirts. Oh, yeah. Those are yeah. still out there. Yeah, we. I, I'm going to make a commercial for those guys. But let's do a drawing. Here it goes. Oh, and the winner is the Yodel Maniac. Everett, Paul <laughs> Yoko. All I know is that Corey F, I, I assume that might have been Corey Furlong, so upset because it really just stopped on his name for like a good second and then like rolled to the next one. So congratulations to uh, little Everett. <laughs> IFG tried to get in and she spelled it wrong. Yeah, well. She, she, she wrote C-H-A-N-T-S. Chance. Chance. Chantix. <laughs> so, uh, well, thanks. thanks. Also, we're, we're heading into the second half of the season. Oh, my God. This team is terrible. We're going to have a lot of fun, though. I really do think that. So, uh, let's. We will be keeping it real light and fun and, you know, keep you abreast of all the teams that are worse than the Cubs, if there exactly. are any. Exactly. If there are. We, there are still some. <laughs> but just remember. Rob Manford hates baseball. Spagog. Spagog! Rob Manford likes opening days in winter. Likes baseball games that don't go on too long. Rob Manford likes more offense from the hitter. Likes juicing up the ball and hitting dogs. Intentional walks with just a finger. And old umpires are Likes a National League DH, but one thing Manfred hates, Rob Manfred hates baseball. Rob Manfred likes a pitch clock for the pitches, and batters who stay inside the box. Likes lessening the ball, dragging forward stitches, and half the teams making the playoffs. Rob Manfred likes pitchers who face three batters, and not paying money.
Bags land in the Houston Astros sheet. He likes out to get prices, keep the fans out. And Xing teams out of the minor leagues. Rob Manfred's gonna bring us world out of pyres. To tell CB Buckner that he's been wrong. He likes putting money in the bank. But one thing Manfred hates, Rob Manfred hates baseball. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.